Hi, fellow seasoned mamas. This is Deb Vermont. I am so excited about the next series that we seasoned mamas have for you. We have four episodes coming up, starting with today's. That's about messy mama prayer. Yep, that's our next series. It's one of the areas that I think we we maybe struggle with and hunger for the most as followers of Jesus and as mamas who are seeking to raise our children and teach them in the way that they should go, as the Proverbs writer says in scripture. And one of those ways and the way that I get to share with you today is that whole concept of modeling and teaching prayer to our kids. What a special privilege, responsibility. Oh, fellow messy seasoned mamas, it's an area where we can really be hard on ourselves. An area that I want to really speak to you of God's grace in prayer today. As he, the God of the universe, would call us to a life of prayer. And I want you to know, fellow mama today, well, first of all, in your own prayer log, I just want to remind you that God hears your prayers. And it doesn't matter whether it's eloquently worded or whispered, maybe it's sobbed out or said silently. He knows. He knows already. He knows your struggles, your frustrations. Oh, mamas, he feels your anger. He knows your hurt. He as it worked in your circumstances or as you raise your precious children. So they talk to you about modeling and teaching prayer for and with your kids. I, well, and mamas, I'm a little hesitant only because I haven't done this perfectly, but my heart is there and God's grace has been there for me. And I know that by his grace, you and I as moms for our own children can have, will always have tremendous impact on the prayer life of our kids as we lead them into a life of prayer, as we lead them to the Lord who says that we can approach his throne of grace with confidence because we come in the name of Jesus and we come covered in his grace, covered in Christ's perfection so that whatever messy words tumble out of our mouths, he hears, he knows, and he answers. So as I dive into this a little bit today, mamas, I want you to remember a few verses right out of the New Testament in Romans and again in First Thessalonians. We're reminded that we're to be constant in prayer, that we're to pray continually. And I don't know about you, but when I see that, and especially as I was raising my littles, I think I started to tremble and oh. Uh, uh, ponder a little bit. How in the world is this possible? I mean, I'm a busy mom. So are you. And yes, I want to make time. I want to set aside time for focused prayer. But guess what? God's telling me in prayer, pray continually in his command that I can meet him in the middle of every messy detail of life. That he would have me be mindful of his presence as I go about my day that he would have me trust his lead, that he would have me live with a continual attitude of dependence upon him, prayer to him. So mama, maybe you are climbed into your car right now. Maybe you're in the middle of making a meal, scrubbing the bathroom again. Whatever you're doing at work, at home, at play with your kids, you can call upon God. And every time you choose to pray aloud right in the middle of the messiness of life, your children are hearing you. 
and they're going to seek to do the same thing. So how can we turn our days over to God in prayer? What does that look like in the middle of our days? How can we teach our kids to do the same? Well, I want to give you just some practical ideas to begin with. Some things that I found to be particularly special in our routines. And ah, no day was perfect. And God's grace was there to cover us. I could say that, well, waking up time. What does waking up time look like in your house? If you're a morning person, maybe you come singing a prayer to your kids as you wake them up in their rooms. Or maybe not. But what could it look like to wake your children up with a one or two sentence prayer simply for God's protection, for his guidance over the day, lifting them to the Lord? Hey, how about as they're about to walk out the door or step foot out of the car to start the school day? I'll never forget that during my kids, um, especially their elementary years, I had this routine with them and they would wait for it. We stood at the door and I prayed over them before they walked out, before we walked out together. And I think that did a lot more for them than I even realized in the moment. As they were witnessing my trust, my dependence on God for their guidance, for their protection. That was a special time for me. And there was a real relief that came over me as I could cover my kids in prayer as they were taken off for school. What about bedtime? Do you think about that part of the day? Family devotions during tuck-in time. What a perfect way to send your precious ones off to sleep in their Savior's arms. Mamas, what could be more comforting? Whether they are three or 13 or 23. Okay, so maybe they're not in the house as young adults. And that's the case of mine right now. But I'll often even text them to let them know I'm praying for you. Or your dad and I prayed for you together just as we were going off to sleep tonight, knowing that even as we talk to him, we know he's right there with you too. I'll never forget the prayer time at tuck-in time when I would stroke my kids' heads and they would open up and talk about their worries or their fears or what went wrong that day. And what an opportunity to together give it to the Lord. And what a reminder, too, that their father was watching over and protecting them. For them to remember that he loves them just as you do. Oh, mamas, model prayer as you teach it. Pray openly and honestly. Let your kids hear you confess your mess-ups and let them hear you praise your creator. Let them listen as you thank God for the many blessings of the day. As they hear you hold them up in prayer. That's huge, mamas. And it's, it's just you being you. It's you being real before a God who hears your needs. And by his grace, they're going to see you grow in faith as you grow in prayer. It's okay if you don't think you're a great prayer aloud or otherwise. God hears. He knows. He's not looking for eloquent words. He's looking for you to share your heart. So I want to give you some, some guidance, some ideas for the practical day in and day out nature of walking with your kids in a life of prayer. T 
teaching them to pray, modeling it for them as you, mama, are a person of prayer. How can you be purposeful, intentional about your prayers, the prayers that you have for your child, with your child? Well, guess what? There's a good chance during their growing years that you already know their little hearts, their growing selves. You know them. You know their needs better than any other person. So make a prayer list. Maybe even begin a prayer journal. Or ask your child how you can pray for him or her. What is his current need? What is her concern? What are their joys? Pray for their continued growth and faith. Seriously, I mean, just get right in there and ask God to continue to work in their hearts, growing them daily to be more like Jesus. And when you don't know what to say or how to pray, oh, mamas, so often I've been exhausted, overwhelmed, even discouraged, and I've wondered how I could pray for and with my precious children. When that happens, I want you to cling to these words out of Romans chapter 8. The reminder that we're given that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Scripture says, For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Ask God the Spirit to guide your way, mamas. So finally, okay, fellow mamas, I just have 10 quick ideas. Yes, 10. Sounds like a lot, right? It's not my top 10 list. And I don't want you to feel like you need to try to adopt 10 things today. But depending on the season, you are seasoned mama in the raising of children. As you guide them to a life of prayer, as you seek to model it for them and teach it to them, I want you to pick up on one or two of these quick things that I'm going to offer up to you. Ready? Okay. From their earliest years, even as toddlers, Remember that you can teach them to stop and pray for someone else. And maybe that's triggered by something like the hearing of sirens. When they witness a potentially scary situation, I'll never forget when my youngest, Cameron, would say in his two-year-old speak, he would hear the siren going down the highway just in little ways from our home, and he'd come running, pray, Mama, pray, we need to pray. Yeah, yes. Yes, Cameron, let's pray. Someone has something scary going on and they need to know God is with them. Okay, that was number one. Are you ready? Number two, encourage your kids. Praise them for their humble words as they give those words to God in prayer. Doesn't matter how long or how short the prayer, it is a beautiful offering to him. A third idea, teach them how they also can pray without ceasing. As I just reminded you earlier from First Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. How can you model that? Hey, offer up pop-up prayers in the middle of life. Develop an attitude of constant prayer as they see your dependence for God when you're making decisions. Fourth, pray for and with your kids on the spot as a crisis arrives. When you need to suddenly make a decision as a family. When your child comes walk through the door in tears. When you learn of another family's illness or accident, when another person suddenly comes to mind and you don't know why, it's your prompt to pray. 
develop a prayer habit for your family at regular times in your daily routine. I hit on a couple earlier, like first thing, waking the children up, like mealtime, devotion time, tuck-in time. Am I on number six? I think so. <laughs> sing a table prayer. Sing a prayer set to music. Encourage your family to sing with no inhibitions as they just offer a joyful noise in praise and thanks to God. Seven, pray with your children about big things and small things. Show them that it all matters to God. He is a God of details and nothing is too big or too little to blend. Eight, encourage your children to be honest. Be forthright in their prayers because it was God who knows every hair on their head, so He surely knows everything on their hearts already. They can pray about anything, even those things that they struggle to talk to you about. Are we already at number nine? Are you still with me? Oh, listeners, tell your children that however God answers their prayers, whether it's yes, my child, no, because I have something better for you, or wait. Well, because my time is better than yours, right? Well, yes, no, or wait. However God answers their prayers, they can expect God to act. And he's going to do that for their good. And finally, when present your child with a journal. You know, when they're little, you can help them write in it. They can draw a picture to represent what they want to pray about. Encourage them to record their prayers and other people's prayer requests. Encourage them to look back, recognizing God's provision, God's answers along the way. Okay, fellow mamas, modeling and guiding your child to a life of prayer. I hope what I've shown you is something that just stirs in you and excites you, does not guilt you toward what you aren't doing or haven't done, but simply guides you to guide them into a life prayer. So, Michelle, Faith, Lindsay, I would love to hear from you. And I want to ask you if you would respond by sharing a way that you have modeled and taught a prayer to your children or maybe a special story that goes with that. Thank you, Deb. I just, you know, I was reflecting as you were talking and I was just loving that each of us, uh, Michelle, Faith, Deb, and I, when we, when we share our hearts, that we just have each have a different delivery style. And I love that. I love that it's just so organic and unique to each of us. Um, and I hope that that models to you ladies also, that each of us have a unique way of sharing about what God is doing in each of our lives. So reflecting on your question, what I thought of right away was a moment when I was standing on the top bunk of my girl's bed and I was hanging a garland, like a, a sunflower garland across the top of her room. It's beautiful. But what happened was mama was up there hanging the garland and Bo didn't know. And somehow, I don't know exactly how, he turned on the ceiling fan and I didn't know it was on. And mommy got her head hit pretty hard with the ceiling fan. And it was pretty scary. Um, not to freak anyone out, but you know, when it, you have a head bang, there's a lot of blood, even if you don't need stitches or anything. It's, it's a lot. And so 
it was urgent, you know, getting everybody downstairs. Me, even in my uh, current state, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. It is diagnosed and I am a clean free. And so even in pain with blood gushing, I was like, oh, no, we can't get blood on the carpet. Let's hurry downstairs. Side note, just being real. But um, I blacked out and I couldn't see anything. I was bleeding a lot. And we were all kind of scrambling to figure out what I needed in that moment. And my my beau, who at the time was sweet, he hadn't even turned three yet. I hear him say, dear God, please be with mama. Help her be okay. In Jesus' name, amen. And I was so touched. It just, to my heart, you know, those stories that you just know you're going to hold on to for your whole life and, and share them with, with their future spouses and children. And what it taught me was that all of those prayers in the ways that you talked about, Deb, where we just say a prayer spontaneously, if there's a problem, if there's a concern, any time that we feel that nudge, it is modeling to our children a life of prayer and it matters. And one other side note is that often my kids will come in in the middle of the night feeling and as a child who had a lot of nighttime fears, I knew that as a mom, I would be one to pause and pray for them. And that's been a really great practice for our house, too. And it's hard. Sometimes they come in and I just want to groan and roll over. But I don't. I kind of, you know, stir myself awake. I say a prayer over them. The other night I was praying for my daughter. And I just felt this nudge. And I said, I need to forget. You're holding on to something. And she said, Murmur, we were at an open house the other day. And I saw a man and I thought he had a gun in his Really scared. So I walked her through, you know, choose to forgive this man. I choose to forgive daddy. It was not daddy's fault. But her heart was holding on to that. So we did that forgiveness. And she had so much peace and went right back to sleep. So just know, Mama, even when you're going through that practice of prayer and it doesn't feel like changes anything, it does. We're modeling that prayer to our children and it's changing their hearts. It's changing their lives and we get little glimpses of the effects of it as we just live faithfully in each messy mama prayer at a time. Thanks for letting me share, ladies. Lindsay, oh, that was beautiful. Okay, so maybe... The, the blood part, not so much in the story that you first shared, but just want to put an exclamation point on what you shared about the modeling that happens day in and day out and how God by the spirit is working through as they receive and hear and God himself pours into them and they in turn know it's almost a knee-jerk reaction in the best way when your child then knows in times of trauma, fear, or any situation that prayer is in order. Thank you for that. Beautiful and just real, everyday modeling the life of prayer. Hey, mamas, this is Faith, and I am with toddlers. And so for us, when it comes to modeling prayer, we honestly are the first people that our children are seeing 
to model and so are seeing prayer. And so there's a diff- couple of different, um, you know, we're teaching them how to hold their hands, right? How to um, just kind of take that time to be with Jesus. Um, and so when they're feeling frustrated or sad or crying, we are leading them to, hey, let's say a prayer to Jesus. We are prompting them a lot of the times of, hey, this is a great time to praise Jesus. And this is a great time to talk with him and give him our sadness or give him our scarcity or and things like that. Um, and then something that we do, my husband and I were very intentional about is Uh, In the mornings when he is on his way to work in the car and I am in a different car with the babies on the way to drop them off at daycare to go to work, um, we go on the phone and we get on the phone and we pray together. So the kids know, hey, it's time to pray and they do their best to fold their hands in their car seats and uh, we take turns and we pray and that looks different every day. But It's an intentional thing that we are doing to show them prayer every day, along with mealtime prayers and bedtime prayers and fun things like that. But um, just a very intentional, we can go and give to them. And then, you know, as they're getting older, um, you know, Lynn is four, asking her what she wants to pray. What does she want to say to Jesus? And just, again, prompting them and kind of teaching them how to pray. I love that faith in how you are being very intentional in teaching your children how to pray throughout the day. You are making it very much a part of your family's life. And so they are just going to feel very comfortable talking to Jesus, praying, and just having that conversation with God throughout the day. This is Michelle. I thought of two different stories of encouragement for the mamas about prayer that have been helpful for us in the raising of our boys. And these happened when the boys were little. So when Jacob was, I don't think he was even two yet. And we really didn't pay that much attention to it because it was such a part of our life. But we went to go visit my mom and dad at their church. And so when it was time for the Lord's prayer to be done, here's two-year-old Jacob's little voice saying the Lord's prayer. And everybody was turning around to hear this tiny little voice saying the Lord's prayer. And they were all really surprised that he knew it. And I just said, well, we always say it each night before we go to bed. And when we're at church, we encourage them to, you know, uh, at the time it was just Jacob. But then when Matthew came along, we encouraged them to just be in the liturgy with us and so that they could speak it. And we all, we always sat up front. People are like, how come you sit up front? And I'm like, because then my boys have something to see. If they have something to see, they might listen better. And so just that modeling that prayer. And, but I also felt that it was really important. I wanted them to know like the scripted prayers that we do at church and at home and that sort of thing. But the other thing that I wanted them to know was that Being in prayer with God is just like having a conversation with someone. When they were little, probably early grade school years, we started this practice where we would take turns as a family when we were done with our regular prayers, our scripted prayers, our memorized prayers that we would have. 
that one person would just pray for the rest of us or pray about whatever was going on. And at first it seemed a little awkward with them. And I said, just talk to Jesus as you would talk to one of us. And so that's always been a favorite practice in our household to do that. And it's funny because when Jacob went off to college and Matthew was the one left at home, when Jacob would come back home to visit, we're like, okay, it's your turn to pray. You've got to catch up for all the times that that you missed. And so we joke about that. Or sometimes we'll call them and we'll say, okay, it's your turn to pray. It's just a part of our life. And our boys are very comfortable praying out loud in front of people. And that was something that I wasn't when I was their age. I, I always thought you had to do a scripted prayer. So I really wanted to make sure that they understood that prayer is a conversation with God. I love that so much, Michelle. Prayer is a conversation with God. And to encourage our children to just speak their hearts, talk to him as your friend, because truly, He's our very best friend. He's our savior, our brother. The Lord is our counselor and comforter, creator and father. I mean, all oh, our triune God, the God whom we serve, that he has called us to pray that, that we can approach his throne of grace directly. Isn't that amazing? Because of Jesus, we can come to God directly in prayer. And while we may feel so little, and maybe our children do too, as they learn more, as they grow and learn the vast size and nature of our world and all of history and all the scope of even the people alive on this planet today, to think that we have a God who knows us intimately and about hairs on our head, that he, his thoughts about us, uh, he tells us in Psalm 139, are more than the sand on the seashore. His love for us so great, he would want to hear and desires to answer our prayers. And according to his will, in the name of Jesus, the powerful name of Jesus, how incredibly we get to come to him. So I want us to walk away remembering this that prayer for and with our precious kiddos. Whatever their age, whatever season or stage or the walk that you're having right now, mamas, as we come together via podcast, though I wish we could all be face-to-face and I could give you all a big hug, I want you to remember this. It's not just another task that you complete. It isn't something you check off your good mama to-do list. Prayer is one of the most powerful things you can do for your children and right there with them. Not because your words are just really impressive or powerful or eloquent, but because you have a mighty God who hears. He answers your prayers offered to him in Jesus' name. Isn't that incredible? Believe that God is going to work powerfully through your child. As your child listens to your prayer, as your child grows in the same trust that you model because you take everything to God in prayer. Finally, I want us to remember as we look to Jesus himself as the perfect role model. Jesus made prayer a top priority. In Mark chapter 1, we read that rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus departed. He went to a desolate place and there he prayed. Whatever time of day and whatever way, seasoned mamas, 
go to your Lord in prayer and lift your children in his name too. He loves you. He loves them.